Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the very best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Jingle balls to the wall, gentlemen. Listen up. It's time to gear up and give yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, so why not do the same below? The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped Boxer Briefs and the Crop Reviver Toner, which will keep your junk feeling fresh. Give yourself the gift of below-the-belt grooming this holiday season with the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. Again, that's promo code BIGHEADS for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Clean up below the belt this holiday season and make Santa proud by going to manscaped.com today. Welcome to the Serie A show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another preview episode of the City A Show. As per usual, I am joined by Chloe and Nima, and we will be discussing two of the bigger matches this match day. We have Inter hosting Roma tonight at the San Siro, and then we also have at the weekend, we have Lazio playing host to Juve. So, two very appetizing matches that... Um, really, we hope will be entertaining. Um, I had much higher hopes for Roma, though, Nima, uh, before I learned that Jekyll, who missed the last few days of training due to a fever, he did come back yesterday and took part, but um, it, it was just more of a, a, a walkthrough session. And then just a couple of hours ago, it was learned Paul Lopez, the starting goalkeeper of Roma, will more than likely miss the match. And I just had somebody from Roma about an hour ago tell me 80% likely that Paul Lopez does not play. So um, Roma's best attacker, uh, Roma's new goalkeeper who has been sensational, absolutely sensational this season, uh, both may not take part in the match. So that certainly changes my feelings coming into this one um from your standpoint and from an inter perspective i should say how do you think they're feeling coming into this one yeah i think you're absolutely right i think it does change a lot because i was also as i told you know as i said on the midweek um episode of the of the pod i i i favor roma a lot going into this game um uh, but having said that there's talk of lukaku being have being out with the flu as well um, and that he might miss the game as well. There's nothing official. As always, Inter don't reply or respond when these things happen. Uh, when they just put the lid on, uh, they just try to suck, you know, just suffocate the whole thing. And uh, so um, I don't know. It, it depends. I mean, I definitely think that Paulo, Paulo Lopez not playing is 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 weakens Roma. But Marchetti is a good. Uh, not Marchetti, what's his name? Mirante is a is a good um, a replacement. I think he 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 showed that last season that he can he can do that just for like one or two games. Um, I I do think that it, it will be close. I still think that a draw is 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 the likeliest outcome. Um, I agree. Roma are a yeah. good 
Uh, Roma are a good team away from home. Uh, they play they play really good football, and it's a team that doesn't suit Inter. Uh, Inter struggle against teams, at least so far under Conte, against teams that play the way the the style that Roma do. Chloe, from from your perspective, I and Nima, we both think it draws most likely. So, just from a more neutral perspective, what do you think about this one? Um, I think I'm inclined to agree with a draw mainly for the reason that it's it's an easy thing to say when you when it's really difficult to predict what's going to happen um oh you're ve- calling us cowards come on <laughs> well you know it is the most logical thing to say because these teams are quite different in the way that they approach things and then so you don't really know what will happen when the two of them join together. They're both good at different things. They're both good in their own right. You know, would either of you be surprised if either of the other team wins? Probably not, because I think they're both capable of winning. So it is a really, really difficult one to predict. Um, And I think because there's probably quite a lot at stake, then maybe they would both teams would be happy with a draw whereas neither team will be happy with a defeat so yeah i think i think all in all you're right but i wouldn't i wouldn't bet against some kind of surprise because i think both teams are capable now nima do you have any worry that inter could look past roma and we all know this crucial pivotal whatever word you want to describe it as Champions League match against Barcelona coming up on Tuesday. Is there any fear from your perspective or any worry from your perspective that they could potentially have their eye on that one more than this one against Roma? Absolutely not, um, because it's Antonio Conte. He doesn't. He doesn't know how to do that. He he cannot function. He he goes into every challenge as if his life depended on it. Uh, so there's no way that he will that that that, that can happen. If under Spalletti or other other Inter coaches, I would say yes, but not not with this man. He he does not know what that means. It doesn't exist in his vocabulary. Every single game, whether it's uh, Provercelli, Roma or Barcelona he goes in with the attitude that he wants 110% and everyone has to fight until they drop dead pretty much that, that's that's <laughs> Conte and, and, and that, that's the mentality that he's brought in so I'm not worried about that at all um, I think Juventus fans will remember when Juventus Stadium was hosting the Europa League uh, they they wanted to they wanted to win the Europa League because it was hosted the final was hosted at their stadium, <laughs> and Conte decided to maintain you know played with the strongest team the week before I think he was against was it Cagliari or a struggling it's something Cagliari, like that so. and I, I have yeah. to say Nima there is a certain somebody in my life that supports <laughs> that tells the yeah. story and honestly once a month he's still angry about it. <laughs> I know he is. I, I know who you're talking about, and he. I think it was last week he told me about that again, and he hasn't forgiven Antonio Conte since then. And I can understand that, but that is Conte in a nutshell. Um, and 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 it, it is Antonio Conte in a nutshell. He does not know how to do that, and it's and it is frustrating uh, when when you're on when it goes too far. But here is he's exactly what Inter need. Inter need to go into into that into the, into this game with that attitude uh, because Roma are no pushovers Roma are I I think you know I don't think people take Roma as seriously as they deserve which is just a good thing for for Roma and Paolo uh, and Paolo Fonseca 
Um, so uh, I, I, I'm definitely worried about Roma, but Conte won't, won't allow any of this to happen. Is it really is a clash of styles? Conte more than willing to let his side sit back, hit you on the counter, whereas Paulo Fonseca, I mean, he says time and time again, I want my team to hold the ball. Um, we want to be proactive. We want to be attacking. For me, that's why this one is just so difficult to predict because you have two teams on opposite side of the playing spectrum where, again, Conte, he couldn't care less about gifting you possession. He, he That doesn't bother him in the slightest. So, Chloe, is that something that could really harm one or the other because they're just so... The, the way these two teams play is so dramatically different, which is why I find this so incredibly interesting. Yeah, it, that's, that's exactly why I think this will be so fascinating and, and why it is so hard to predict. You, you just don't, with two very opposite philosophies, you don't know which one's going to come out on top. And I think that's why, um, you know, everyone should tune in and, and watch this match because it's just as much a clash of ideologies as a clash between two of the top teams in the league. Um, I, I just think it's fascinating. And, and Will, like you say, Conte doesn't care about the um, possession. He only wants to win. So how how is he going to... I mean, he always tends to play the same way. How will Roma sort of counter that? And how will Fonseca set up his team? Um, is he going to go all out attack right from the first minute and try and get on top? Or, you know, what's going to happen? It, it's, it's, I'm just really looking forward to it. The midfield of Inter really going to be pushed over these next couple of matches because they are very thin there. Is that an area of, a pit, of the pitch, though, where you think Roma could potentially exploit them? Because I would say Diawara, Veritu are one of the main reasons why they've had success over the last... Well, Diawara, I just returned from injury, but um, against Verona, they, both of them were phenomenal. Um, you could easily make the case that both of them should have been the man of the match. Um do you think that's one area that Roma could potentially exploit? That's exactly the area of the pitch that I'm scared about, scared of, because the fact that we Inter are playing with probably Borja Valero uh, and Matias Vecino uh, and, and not Sensi and Barella, who I think would be ideal to face this Roma team. That's what I meant when I said earlier that I think Roma plays in a way that the, the style of play that they play hurts Inter. And then, because it's not just uh, Diabara and Veretù, then you have Zaniolo and Luca Pellegrini, who's, chan who's channeling his inner Francesco Totti right now. Uh, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, and and he's uh, is, is it Lorenzo or Luca? I always get them mixed up. <laughs> Lorenzo. Sorry, Lorenzo. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you. No, I'm glad you said no. I always get those two mixed up. I, I it's, it's it's just like uh, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> I should not want to say too much. No, it's Lu it's Lorenzo Pellegrini. Yeah, uh, you know which one I mean anyway. <laughs> but then you have Lorenzo Pellegrini and Zaniolo, uh, who 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 will who will definitely hurt Inter. And then on the bench you have Cengiz Inder, you have Mkhitaryan. No, this is uh, that's where. Roma are really strong, and that's where Roma will hurt teams. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the one, particularly Veretu, um, I mean, his work rate above all has been the most impressive thing for me. Um, I'm sure Chloe can add more to that about how he was for Fiorentina. Um, 
But I think him sort of being the runner in the midfield with the absences that Conte has, I wonder how you match that because you just mentioned Borja. I mean, the poor guy, um, while he doesn't, he hasn't lost that technical ability. Um, I mean, there's just moments where you see him out there where I, I just want to throw him on my back and run around for him. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Borja, I feel, you know, he, he doesn't, he looks really old. And I, like, just as a side note, have, he's shaved off the beard and he looks really old. Like he looks like he's on, he's on his deathbed at times during games. Like he, he's, 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 he's panting for breath. He's, no, it, it doesn't look good. It's not a good fit. I, I like the guy. I think he has so much football in him. But like, but I think Chloe said when, that, that he, he was out of, his legs were gone when Fiorentina sold him. They were, <laughs> they were. He had a season where he was clearly, you know, finished and then Inter bought him. And I, you know. Yes, Spalletti bought him. And, yeah. and I think Spalletti, Spalletti did right because he needed that kind of a, I mean, he needed that kind of a player and he did pretty well in the first season for Inter. And, and he's a very loyal team player and he's a good, he's a good character to have around the dressing room. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, so, so I, th- you know, I, I think that's a, he's been a very loyal servant everywhere he's been to every club he's been to, and and it's not, it's no, it's no, it's not, you know, for me, it's, it's just very telling that people love him in Florence. I can, you know, they love him everywhere because he he is he has a very positive personality and and everything about him. But yeah, when this poor guy is going up against Diavara and and Veretu and then Zaniolo, <laughs> it's, 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 it's I don't know, should, should we call? Is there, is there like a I don't know? Is there is there like a charity we can give to? I mean, it's just. <laughs> Say <laughs> it's just, it's just mean. It's just really mean. So I hope that I hope they don't. I hope I hope he doesn't play. There's talk of there's now rumors coming that Asamoa might join Brozovic and Vecino, and that I think is a smarter thing. That would be a better moment. idea, in my opinion. Yeah, mine too. Mine, mine too. Because Borja, the, 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 the he doesn't have the phys- physique and he doesn't have the pace. And yeah, I agree. Um, okay, let's move to Lazio Juve. Um, I apologize that we spent, uh, this is probably going to end up being a 20-minute podcast, or I should say a 20-minute episode. I apologize that we did not move to Lazio sooner. So um, my condolences to the Laziali <laughs> ahead of time that are listening to this. But this should be another one. I, I, I know, I'm not trying to uh, coward my way out of making like a prediction. I think predictions are stupid to begin with, but... Truly, this one between Lazio and Juve, I have no idea what to expect from this. Um, I mean, so much of me says that Inzaghi has sort of um, gotten, like, uh, his demons off off his back this season, I guess, so to speak, because he's gotten so much better results. And after a bit of a shaky start to the season, they finally have found balance. They found consistency. Uh, Milinkovic Savic, I think, has performed brilliantly. He's been very good as of late. Um, I just feel like, and I could ultimately look like an imbecile for saying this, but I feel like this could be one of those matches where if Lazio lose, it could be one of those things where it, it, it sort of snowballs out of control. Because I'm just so used to that happening for Inzaghi. You know, we have not seen those contained, consistent results from him. He'll go on a great run like they're on now, and we just wait for them to trip up, and it just sort of snowballs from there. Does anybody else have that feeling, or is it just me? Yes, yes, I have that feeling, definitely. But on the other hand, I do think that if Lazio 
surprise us and pull off a win against Juve. Let's face it, they've done it before. Um, yes, they have. Yep. The, um, that, if, if, if they beat Juve and if they win the following match as well, I will hold my hands up and I'll say, I think Inzaghi has overcome his inconsistency issues. However, I just have the feeling, like you, John, that this could be the moment where it starts to unravel. It almost seems too good to be true at the moment. And I think, I don't think anyone can really blame us for that. So don't at us on Twitter. But, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, if, or if you do, write a song about me and Chloe. We're kind of jealous. <laughs> yeah, we haven't got a song. Come on. We've got no songs, yeah. <laughs> um, no, Lazio have shown this kind of thing before. And we're only going off previous form and, and previous experience with them so you know I, you know you can't blame us that's that's my final word well we know that Ciro Immobile is going to score a goal because that's what he does this season I mean his stats are absolutely mental uh the, the way he scores and he and he's, he's really peaking he's reaching his peak as a player and 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 I think he should be respected um I, I'm, I'm not gonna underestimate him anymore that's for sure so I'm 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 thinking he's going to score, but I do think that Juve are going to win, and I think that after what happened last week against Sassuolo, Juventus, I feel bad for Lazio going into this game, because they they're going to meet a Juve that are hungry, that are next week in the Champions League, they have absolutely nothing to play for, having exactly. won the group. Yep, good point. So this this is the yeah. one that they're going they're going to give it to Lazio everything they have they're going to attack them from the first minute and this is a, this is exactly like both of you alluded to kind of that this is a test for Inza, a test for Inzaghi uh, and, and Lazio to see if they're, they're they, they can get a, get something out of this game maybe not win but a draw and withstand the the attack that I think that Juventus are going to and the pressure that Juventus are going to put them under it's going to be very interesting and I think it's going to be an open affair. In the in sense of uh, goal-wise, but I do think that you will win, will win something like three-two or four-three. I actually I expect a I expect spettacolo uh, from this game. I really do. Are you expecting goals as well, Chloe? Yeah, I think so. I think Juve have consistently scored and conceded this season, and you know Lazio like to score goals too. So I'd be very surprised um, if we didn't see quite a few goals and quite a few twists and turns in this game. Um, I think. In the past, Immobile has been very much a guy who can score a load of goals against smaller sides, but not so much against the bigger sides. If you look at his track record, um, you'll see that pattern. But I think he is getting stronger. um, And I will be interested to see if if he can actually score and if he can um, do it in in the very biggest of maps like that um, when, when Lazio are flying high then again I think I think if he does I think you have to say that he is gonna in the Capo Cannoniere this season um I mean he's so far in front already so it will be interesting to see how he reacts as well I think yeah I think so too um before we go just real quick I saw this debate happening on my timeline and every time Immobile goes on a really strong run of performances and goal scoring like he has this season. He's been absolutely incredible. I always see this debate pop back up as to whether he's ready or has matured since he had the issues in Germany and Spain, and if he really is ready for that sort of big move to, I don't know, name whatever club you would like. I see this debate pop up 
often, and I think we've given our opinions on this before, but I guess let's just rehash it again. I think, or at least I believe, and I, I'm going to hypothesize that all of us are of the opinion that the marriage between Immobile and Lazio is about as perfect as you can get, and that Immobile yeah. would be insane to try and have his hand at doing this again, of making the big jump. I, you know, I, I made this comparison, and many, you know, said I was off base, but I truly think he's like Toto Di Natale in the sense that. You just find a place and a player that match up so well that there's no reason to break it up. Yeah, Is that how you two feel about him? Or do you think he has shown enough in these last few seasons where nobody is denying his goal-scoring track record? Do you think he is ready to try his hand again at making the big jump? No. And I think, and I think he knows it too. And I think he knows it too when he said that he wants to retire at Lazio. That to me shows that he's a very intelligent and self-aware person. Uh, it's not that. It's not about quality. It's 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 about the fact that he he has always been a goal scorer. You know, there's no doubt about that. But to be a number nine uh, at at Juve, Milan, Inter, you know, the the biggest biggest teams, you you need something else. And many have failed. Uh, uh, and 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 he just doesn't have those qualities. And I think that at this point in his career, he's 29 years old. He's scoring loads of goals. He there, there would be no reason for him to risk anything. Um, I think he should stay at Lazio. Lazio is a big club. It's it's maybe not the biggest, the top 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 biggest clubs, but it's a big club. He he playing there, he gets to play in Europe. He gets the challenge for trophies, Coppa Italia, so Super Coppa, etc. Um, I think I think he would be wise to stay there because I think his career would be much more successful. Uh, these the, the, whatever is left of his career, if he stays at Lazio, than if he goes to a Juve or an Inter or Milan or even a Napoli, which is some people have talked about. Yeah, I agree. And and you only have to look at how he plays for Italy to see that if you change the variables even a little bit, that he doesn't perform on quite the same level as he does for his club. Um, it's 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 a perfect fit for him there, and and I just don't you know I just I I think like Nima says I think he knows that, um, and I think he'd he'd be very very sensible to stay put. So this episode will likely be out a couple of hours before the match begins. So um, everything we're <laughs> saying here could be rendered pointless uh, <laughs> within just a couple of hours, and after 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 the match ends, you'll be able to. Uh, You'll be able to throw our predictions in our face. Um, the way this is working out is fantastic. We'll be publishing this. It'll be the match. And then everyone can call us idiots uh, <laughs> all within a span of a few hours. So the timing of this could could not have been any better. So just before we go, I just want to say a rumor that came that somebody uh, tagged me in on Twitter. And I just want to leave our listeners with this thought that AC Milan were considering a coach to take them forward starting from next season and the name of that coach no 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 is no, 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 no. Paolo Souza oh my word <laughs> i'll just leave you with that thought oh okay well i don't want to end it on more of a that was already a negative note i don't want to end it on <laughs> a further negative note so milan fans uh i'm sorry for the way 
Chloe just <laughs> rained <laughs> on your <laughs> rained on your Friday late afternoon slash evening, but um, we'll see. Who knows? That I mean, after Pioli, I mean, wow, the talking points Milan could give to us would be never ending. So. Uh, who knows? So we'll be back with uh, with the results after the weekend. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye.